Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What up, Pizza Kid Potters? Welcome back to the program. I'm your host, Sky Guasco. This is another episode of the Candlestick Kids Fantasy Football Podcast, a.k.a. TCK Pod. Of course, we are streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter via the Fantasy Focused Network. We're also on the Fantasy Football Network on YouTube. Make sure to give us a like, subscribe, and a follow anywhere possible. We much appreciate it. Also, for those of you heavy on our Twitch streaming and our YouTubes, which we appreciate you catching us live on video, you can double up and download the podcast anywhere the Candlestick Kids Fantasy Football Podcast is heard through the Believe Podcast Network. And you can get your podcast the day after these live shows. I drop the podcast the very next morning. If you happen to miss a live show, make sure to catch it up on the podcast side. This is episode 494. Away from 500. We got my man, he's nuts in the place. You can find us on Twitter, Sky Guasco, S-K-Y-G-U-A-S-C-O, and my man, Dweez Nuts, D-W-E-E-Z-E-N-U-T-Z, all Zs, no Ss. Y'all know how to do this. Dweez, had a bye week last week. How you feeling, man? Yeah, I'm back and better than ever. Had to rest up, had a couple of injuries, a couple sore bits. It just needed a little bit extra time, but mm. I think we're back, back to 100%, ready to get out here and rock and roll. Although. Although the last uh, hour and a half or so of my life have not been great. So uh, kind of feeling a little down, if I'm honest. I'm, hope- I'm hoping you and the show can lift my spirits back up after a rough first half of Monday Night Football. Well, the Niners got their ass kicked too, so no help from me. Um, we were talking about some of your, like, if you weren't a Bears fan, which mm-hmm. team would you, like, want to bandwagon? And we had a couple guys, whatever. So take the team out of it. What fan base? in the NFL, would you want to legitimately be a part of? I've got one in mind, but what fan base do you want to like plant a flag and be like, I'm part of this crew and I feel good about it? Uh, okay. Um, now, th- right now, is I'm, this is probably not the answer I would have most of the time if you were to ask me this question, but I'm feeling aggressive. Okay. I'm feeling angry. <laughs> I'm feeling mean. And when I think about NFL fan bases, and I'm looking for the meanest, the nastiest group of guys I can find, I think it's got to be them Eagles in Philadelphia, man. Yeah. Like, I would like <laughs> to get out there and just chuck half-empty beers at, at opponent fans walking through the aisles. That, that, that feels good to me right now. It feels like where I want to be right now. Um, it, it feels fun. No, the honest answer here is probably, um, you know, right now, I'm in love with the Chargers offense. Um, I've always loved the powder blues. My brother has season tickets for his family for the Chargers, and he's taking a game later this year. So, um, you know, I I like what they're doing, young and upcoming team that back into the city um, that has uh, one of the stadiums like around, right? Like that's probably where I'd where I'd pick. In my less aggressive moods, I'm in a very aggressive mood right now. So give me those angles. Yeah, it makes sense. Tough, rough half here on Monday Night Football for the Bears. Uh, Jordan Delavalle, our other co-host, a big-time Eagles fan, so he can let you know about throwing snowballs with batteries inside them at Santa Claus. <laughs> so if you're into that, Jordan has the inside scoop. You know, I'm going to go – I live on the West Coast. I love the Chargers. You know I'm a big Herbie guy. Yep. Shouts out to my Ducks. Um 
I if I didn't hate the Seahawks, I kind of like the 12s mentality, but I live in Seahawk country. I'm a Niner. That's not going to work. Yeah. I'm going to go all the way across the country, maybe as far away as I can go. And I've been to Buffalo one time with my band. We played a show, went to Niagara Falls. It was beautiful. You look across the river. You see Toronto and the Ferris wheel. It's unbelievable. Bill's Mafia, man. Our, our good yeah. friend Bucky right here on the channel, Sunday Live. You can catch us. Our man Bucks is a big-time Bill's fan. I'm getting hyped on Bill's Mafia. And Bill's Mafia wasn't really a thing because the Bills were horrible with Peyton, with Peyton Manning. Tom Brady in the division for 20 years. You know, now they have a chance. Off week this week, but now they have a chance here with Josh Allen. I really like the squad. I love Sean McDermott. Love the defense. Bill's Mafia, I think, is a is a squad nice. I could I could get behind there. there All right, y'all. Once again, Sky Guasco, Dwee's Nuts with you here on a Monday night, middle of the Monday night football game here between the Bears and the Steelers. We need Justin Fields to go off for four touchdowns in the second half. That will happen. Just a matter of time. We have Speaking the week, into existence. Speaking week into existence. 10 waiver wire ads and, of course, some trade targets and maybe some trade fades. I read off Dwee's notes from last week. He was kind enough to share those with us, so I regurgitated them out to you. But we got the man in the flesh this week to give us his top priorities. Now, before we do that, I do want to give a, a shout-out here quick right off the bat to our friends at betonline.ag. For those of you that like to gamble, that like to bet, those of you that are over 21, those of you in states that allow you to do so, a great opportunity aside from FanDuel and DraftKings, not sponsors yet, (laughs) and other areas where you bet on like DFS fantasy football, you like to bet on lines otherwise in sports, BetOnline is a great opportunity to do that. We'll take a quick commercial break. Dewey's and I will be right back with the Week 10 waiver ads. This episode of the Candlestick Kids is brought to you by Bet Online. All eyes are back on the gridiron and his teams are back for another football season. And as always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all pro and college football action this season. With the new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, Bet Online continues to be your number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use the mobile app and sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus. On your first deposit, don't forget to use the promo code believe B L E A V believe to receive your bonus for football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports bet online where the game starts. All right, let's get into it, Dweez. Top waiver ads and some trade targets. Of course, I have my gigantic list we'll get to at the end here, just as some like rapid-fire names. But let's get into your top waiver ads for Week 10. The floor is yours, my man. Yeah, I mean, there's some guys here that kind of jump off the page at you as, as people that you need to look at. And I'm sure you'll mention them in a minute, guys like Brandon Ayuk. Um, you know, my boy, Michael Gallup, uh, coming back to Dallas, but I don't want to, I don't want to point at these guys. I'm going to give you one wide receiver, one running back today. They're both about 65% owned. So, um, there's a chance they're available, you know, third of leagues are available. There's some people that you, I think you have to go look at to see if you can get one for the season and one for next week. Um, so let's jump in. I'm going to start with my receiver, uh, and it's gotta be Hunter Renfro, Las Vegas Raiders. Now, you know, the big news, obviously, this past week, Ruggs off the team. 
Um, Zay Jones, I think, started 98% of the snaps on the other side of the field. I, there were some people I saw on Twitter saying, oh, Renfro's finally going to get a shot. Well, he's a, he's a slot receiver. Like, he's not ever going to line up on the outside and run those routes. So um, I didn't expect that. He did see about a 65% uh, snap share this week, which is pretty much in line with what he's been doing. But if you think um, – Deshaun Jackson is going to come in here and demand a whole bunch of the targets that we're going to we're going to um, Renfro to begin with. Like you're wrong, Renfro is going to maybe add a target or two after Ruggs leaves. It's not like Ruggs was getting a bunch of targets on this team. Um, it's been Renfro all year. It's still going to continue to be Renfro. He top twenty in receptions in this league. Um, Hunter Rev Renfro. He's got the fifth most red zone catches. In the entire league so far this season, he's led his team in targets in half of their games. And in the other half, he was second to Darren Waller. None of that's going to change. Uh, the The passing offense for Las Vegas has the easiest schedule moving forward for the rest of the season. I think Hunter Renfro this year, the, the thing that really separates Hunter Renfro's last season where he was just a target machine, but he never had huge games from this season is that red zone work. They're looking for him, like I said, fifth most targets in the red zone of anybody in the league this year. They like him down there. He he just knows how to use that tiny body. He's not fast. He's not big, but he's got really good hands, and he knows how to use his body and put himself in a position to make a play. And Derek Carr is looking for him. I believe this passing offense um, is going to be good enough rest of season that Hunter Renfro can be at the very worst a flex guy for you week in and week out. Um, and in, a, in really good matchups, he'll pop up for that wide receiver too. Um, I, I threw him into my flex spot in a bunch of daily lineups this week and I won some money with him. So I think Hunter Renfro, you know, again, 65% owned, go see if you can swoop this guy up. He's going to be one of those unsexy pieces that you can put in and that's going to win you those close games. I like it, man. Our good friend, Lucas Kaser, former, uh, co-host of the tck pod he's he's taking some time off but he kind of told me something a couple years ago that was kind of like a duh moment but it really clicked when he said it and it was like uh robert woods julian edelman hunter renfro right now um jameson crowder you yep. need unsexy guys that are just going to give you 12 points as a flex because you need the 12 points everyone wants the 20 30 point guy but when somebody you know, Tyreek Hill doesn't go off. You need someone to balance him. And a lot of times you end up just winning ugly, if you will, in fantasy football with guys like Hunter Renfro, who are just consistent nine targets a game, seven, six receptions, 50, 60 yards. And maybe he gets a touchdown. Julian Edelman never scored a lot, but he had so much volume in PPR leagues. Jamison Crowder has a lot of volume. It adds up over time. And I've been really waiting out my man, Brian Edwards. Loved him coming out of the draft. Loved him last year as a rookie. He got hurt. The Raiders were the Raiders. Didn't work out. This year, I thought he was going to get a bump anyway. And then Ruggs is gone. Thought he was gonna... Four targets, no receptions last week, Dweez. Tough. I, I'm, I'm, I, I, like, I've run out of uh, – it's like Allen Robinson. I've run out of things to say to like make excuses for the situation. Unfortunately, we're going to have to wait a little bit longer for my man Brian Edwards. But Hunter Renfro, great call there. Anybody else on the waiver tip here for you jumping off the page? Yeah, I'm going to give you a running back here. And now this is a guy, again, 64% owned, so he may not be available in your league, but he's absolutely worth a look. Uh, and this is a four-week-ten guy. Like, you're picking this guy up 
for next week, and then you're going to drop him. So don't go spending all of your fab um, to get him. The guy's Devin Singletary, uh, the the much maligned running back from the Buffalo Bills, sort of took a backseat to Zach Moss late last season and has been in that backseat most of the year this this season as well. The reasons that say that you need to go pick up Devin Singletary are twofold. Okay, one, Zach Moss left the game this week with a concussion. Um, and, you know, we, we see time and time again concussions. They're either He's either going to be back on the practice field in a couple of days or it's going to be 10 days before he's cleared the protocol. And there's absolutely no way for anybody to know how long it's going to take each guy in each situation. Um, so on the off chance that Zach Moss misses time, you want Devin Singletary. Is the running game in Buffalo something you want to have a piece of every week, week in, week out? No, it's certainly not something you need to do. But this coming week, the Buffalo Bills face off against the New York Jets, okay? The New York Jets, here's some interesting information about the New York Jets. First of all, they're worst against running backs for fantasy. They're giving up 10 more points, 10 more fantasy points per game to running backs than the third worst team in the league. That would be the Houston Texans. Detroit, they're giving up five more than Detroit, who is second. They are so much worse at this than anybody else in the league that um, over their last seven games, 12 different running backs have scored touchdowns against them. So let's say Zach Moss doesn't miss the, miss the game. He's back in there, and Devin Singletary is your running back, too. Great. The running back, too, is scoring every week against the Jets as well. Um, you absolutely want this to happen. Interesting fact for you. The only team that couldn't get a running back into the end zone against the New York Jets, Carolina Panthers in week one with CMC. Had 90-some yards rushing, um, had another 20 or so yards, 30 yards receiving, but he didn't score. Every other team that's played against him, at least one running back, more often than not two running backs, um, have been able to punch it in. So pick this guy up. You can play him as a flex spot if Moss is back. If he's not, I feel comfortable playing him as an RB2. It doesn't take a genius to say you run the ball against the Jets. And when this coaching staff, um, your boy McDermott gets in there and looks at the tape from this past week, it's got to be a kick in the pants to say that if you can't run the ball, then your insane offense and your great quarterback with his, his deep threat receivers um, are worthless. It doesn't take much to, to recognize that, right? So maybe this week against the Jets in the game that you should run after the game we just saw, they actually will maybe get that running game going. And Devin Singletary, I think, can win people weeks next next week. He's going to be in all my daily lineups already because he's not going to cost anything to do it. Um, and it's just the game that you want to do it in. So go look on your waiver wire, see if he's there, throw a little fab at him. Again, not a lot. Uh, the next two weeks after this one are brutal matchups for a Bills run game that doesn't they don't use anyway. Um, so it's a one-week throwaway. But at this point in the season, you know, you're probably somewhere in the middle of your, your rankings in your league. You need wins, right? This is a way to steal a win, to buy a win on the cheap um, in, in your fab count. So so go after them. How concerned are you that the Bills, A, don't run the football other than Josh Allen? B, obviously they just got – look, they overlooked Jacksonville. They got upended. It happens – I mean, the Chiefs are 500. I mean, it happens. Um it's a throwout game for Buffalo. Like if you know they they play Jacksonville ten times, they beat them nine and a half. I'm not worried about that. Um, but how much of a concern is it in general for that offense that is just not a run focused offense? I get that it's against the Jets, 
but it's not the way that the Bills run the football. And even if they do, it's usually Josh Allen. I like the waiver pickup because it's a waiver pickup, but is this is this somebody like you know, we're middle of the season, man. People yeah. either have 50% of their fab left or they're out of it, right? I mean, like that's just where we're at now. So, right. like, how much of your fab percentage-wise, um, or just out of a hundred, whatever, would you actually spend on Singletary? if you're not initially interested in him long-term because with the running back, usually pick somebody up hoping for multiple weeks, but I agree with you. Singletary is not somebody I want weekly, but it could be nice this week. Yeah. I mean, it comes down to what you need and where you're at in your rankings, right? Like if you're looking pretty good for playoffs right now, throw a dollar or two at them. If you, if you're in a position and I'm in this position in a lot of leagues, I need to win every week. Like I don't want to get behind the eight ball and be desperately scratching in the last couple of weeks leading up to the playoffs. I need to win every week. So, um, you know, I, I, I'm throwing 10% of what I got, I'll throw five, six bucks. If I'm halfway through my fab already. Um, if you're, if you're absolutely desperate and dying and need this win, like, spend your money. Like we have fab to be spent, right? Saving it because maybe two weeks from now, you might be able to buy a backup running back because somebody else got injured. Doesn't make any sense to me. Spend it now, take your wins when you can get them. um, And then you'll figure something out later on down the road. I think this is a guy that you got to spend up on if you need that win, if you don't need it, or if you're, you know, if you're the bottom of the league, don't even bother. If you're at the top of the league, if you've already almost locked up your playoff spot, you don't have to worry. Like throw a couple of bucks out there just to see if you can snag them. But I'm not afraid to spend up to buy a, a single week win at this point. Um, if that's, if that's what you need. And to your other point, you know, I think it, I think it's going to, I think the best thing that could have happened for this jets game is what happened in this Jaguars game, right? Because they got embarrassed on the field. They absolutely got embarrassed at the Bills. I think they're going to come out and score 50-plus points against the Jets next week. They're going to come out screaming. They're going to come out trying to prove something to themselves, their fan base, and the rest of the league that they, that that Jacksonville game was a throwaway. And that screams to me, okay, let's get up big and let's let the fourth, let's let Josh Allen sit in the fourth quarter, right? Like we don't need to throw the ball anymore. We're already up 42 to six, whatever the score is. Um, I just think there's so there's, is it possible that they don't run the ball, but five times all game? Absolutely. Right. Uh, is it likely? I think it is the furthest possible thing from likely. Literally, if they're, they were ever going to run the ball with any kind of volume, ever under McDermott with Josh Allen at quarterback. This is the week of all the weeks, right? So we all, all we can do in fantasy football is play the probabilities. What is the most likely thing um, to happen? And I, I cannot in the logical centers of my brain, find a reason for them to not run the ball 30 times in this game with their backs. Over under three and a half points for Mitch Trubisky this week against the Jets. (laughs) Um. Yeah, I'll go over. Nice. I I bet I, I bet he gets in there and I get get some snaps. I bet he throws the ball. Say he throws the ball. Nine nine and a half is the over under on on pass attempts. I say. Now you don't you don't want just the kneel downs because then he's going to get negative points, right? We don't that's take, like, we won't take the, the kneel downs. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. He, okay. He may throw an interception. Look at this one. Oh, Goodwin, hold on to the damn ball. Oh, jeez. I love him so much. Marquise Goodwin's one of my favorite players ever. Go look up a documentary about him and his wife. Um, one of the most phenomenal stories in, in, in NFL. All right. Nice. Dweez, any more? 
any more waiver ads? Of course, we have a chunked list that I'm going to run through, but any any spotlight waiver ads before we get into your trades? Um, no, I might let you kind of handle the rest of these. I mean, there's guys like we have some injuries to pay attention to. What happened with Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson? Do we really want to go snag a Brandon Bolden here this week if if those two guys are going to be missing time? Maybe Corey Davis coming back from his injury. So a couple of guys to mention, but I, think, I, I don't think there's anybody else that I really need to – Rashad Bateman is still only 36% owned. And I know that makes you upset. Also yeah. makes me upset. People should yeah. go buy this man, uh, regardless of what Hollywood Brown did again this week. But uh, now nah, we'll get to your list. Spoiler alert, Rashad Bateman, my number one overall waiver claim for, I think, Dweez, I think, let's see, week 10. <laughs> this might be the eighth week in a row yeah. that he's in nice. my top 10 pickups, but he's 70% available. 70% unbelievable. Stupid. We're going to be right back. I got to get I got to get some water and cool myself down before I get into my my waivers and your trade talk. So let's get a quick shout out to our new sponsor, our friends at Carafactor. Dweez and I will be right back. Hey TCK Potters and Fantasy Focus community. Are you looking for options for hair loss? There are many options out there for treating it. However, most products treat the cause, such as DHT and don't do much to support the growth of new and stronger hair. It's like removing harmful weeds from your lawn, but not doing much to fertilize the grass. That's why the Fantasy Focus and TCK team has partnered with Carafactor. Carafactor saw this problem and focused their research on finding just the right combination of biosynthetic growth factors and an innovative delivery system to promote fuller, stronger looking hair. So whether you're a listener who suffers from various forms of alopecia or even stress-related hair loss, the Care Factor treatment is the perfect scalp-friendly solution that can help and influence stronger and healthy hair throughout all stages of the hair life cycle. And now, exclusively for TCK listeners, use the promo code TCK at checkout to get 15% off all products at shop.mycarefactor.com. That's shop.mykerefactor.com. Care Factor, skincare for hair. All right, dudes, before we get into my massive list, I do want to get into your trade targets here. So give me a, a player or two that you're either looking to trade for, trade away. Last week you had two players you're looking to trade for, someone to trade away. Give me anybody you're looking for on the trade block, and then we'll wrap yep. up with my giant list. Uh, so there's a, a bit of a pattern uh, here, and I, I feel like I keep we keep – every time I get to this segment, we're saying the same things, and it's – it's this. If you got a guy who you like who has a bad week followed by a bye week, those are guys that you need to go target because that's two weeks in a row where an owner is just going to be sitting on this performance and, and you know, that player can't prove him wrong. Um, so this week, the guy who had a bad week leading into a bye is DeAndre Swift. I think DeAndre Swift is a guy that you should absolutely go after. Also on a really bad team, that always helps as well. You can highlight how bad that team is to that DeAndre Swift owner before you make the offer. I think he scored five or six fantasy points in his week prior to the bye. Uh, but he's a guy that needs to be on your roster moving forward. 15th most catches in the league regardless of position. 15th most catches in the league, and he's had a bye. That's regardless of position. He's got an 18.5% target share on his team, which is second to the tight end, TJ Hawkinson, who's got an 18.6% target share. It's sort of ridiculous. 
Uh, and unless you count Cordero Patterson as a running back, he has the most receiving yards of any running back by almost 100 yards. He's got 83 yards more than J.D. McKissick, who is second in that category. He doesn't have to run the ball to be valuable on your fantasy team. A really solid, really solid RB2. I think you can pay RB2 prices and trade for him. Maybe even low RB2 prices right now for him because of that bad week leading up. Uh, and then I've got, what is this, four more running back names just to throw at you real quick as potential targets. Um, first of all, how about how about Zeke after a couple of down weeks and that really embarrassing performance for the entirety of that Cowboys team? I know he scored. Um, did, no, he didn't score. What, he had 10 points? He had 10 points. Yeah, he had a bit of an injury there as well. He stayed in the game. He actually left the game and yeah. came back when it was garbage time, which made no sense to me, but nonetheless. He had ice on the, he had the ice on the knee. Um, I think he's somebody that you can target. I, you might even just might as well uh, at least uh, throw some offers out to all those Cowboys receivers too, right? Like everybody had a down game. Go ahead. I know you're you're a big CD Lamb guy. Go get CD Lamb. Go at least throw an offer out there for CD Lamb. Three other running backs that I think you could target right now. And I and I only say this because the rest of the season schedule for these guys is really really nice. Darrell Henderson, second best rest of season schedule um, for running backs on that team. Go get them. Uh, and Javonta Williams or Melvin Gordon doesn't even matter which this team has shown. They want to run the ball. They can run the ball successfully with either guy. And they do run the ball successfully with both guys. They have the easiest schedule for any running back moving forward. So pick one, whichever one you like and make some offers. Melvin Gordon's probably a little bit cheaper just because Javonta Williams is the new hotness. But uh, those are those are a handful of running backs that I think you should go get. If you can't get Swift, those are some backups that have a nice rest of way for you. I love that. I love that group. I'm a big Javante guy. First hundred yard day. Melvin Gordon continues to score, but Javante is getting his yardage. Oh, if I don't know if you were watching this game, okay, but. Javonta Williams, after I think he was at 98 yards and they gave it to him twice on the goal line and he scored, he jumped over the top of a defender's leg and the ball broke the plane. But instead of challenging it, on third down, they just got back up again and Teddy ran the ball into the end zone. Like, challenge the play. It's third. Give me the touchdown because I had to roll him out there as a starting running back in my home league um, because of buys and things. But it was upsetting. I want to see this kid start to get in the end zone because he runs so hard. He will. He will. Um, this is and 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 this is kind of far fetched, I guess, um, because Carlos Hyde at the time was not Melvin Gordon now. But this is like Carlos Hyde with Cleveland Browns when Nick Chubb was the rookie, yeah. and Nick Chubb was behind him, behind him, behind him, behind, and people were just like, "Damn, dude, this kid Chubb, I think he's legit. What if he gets an opportunity next year?" And then yeah. boom, he's Nick Chubb. Uh, Javante will blow out Melvin Gordon next year. Melvin Gordon's still around. So I'm willing to wait, but uh, I want it to happen now. We keep seeing it. His efficiency is yep. through the roof, uh, but Melvin Gordon continues to score. Zeke Elliott's going to be expensive no matter what, but I like the call there. And then you have um, uh, DeAndre Swift also going to be very expensive, but I also like the call there. It's been two weeks, three weeks. It was kind of like that Austin Eckler window yep. a couple of weeks ago. And uh, hopefully you acted on that. All right, Dweez, those are your trade targets. Anybody else to target, or do you have somebody maybe we're looking to trade away? 
Yeah, I got a, I got a prime guy to trade away, um, and it's it's James Conner, like the MVP of Week Nine fantasy football. Trade away James Conner, really good. Everything is is the stars have aligned if you own James Conner to trade him away because first of all he has an insane week right in that same week the guy the other guy I I don't know that I want to say ahead of him but the other guy in that backfield Chase Edmonds gets hurt uh, I think I saw a news pop up earlier that said he's likely to miss a few weeks something about an ankle I think it was an ankle yeah um and uh, so so you've got you've got whoever you're trading with just saw James Conner score three or four touchdowns or 18 touchdowns, whatever it was. I think it was just 14 saw, touchdowns. Just saw that he's now going to be the guy in that backfield without having to give any snaps away to Chase Edmonds. Um, it's time to capitalize on those two things. And it's not just this week, right? Like you can point this out. James Conner has, he's scored more touchdowns than anybody else in the league at the running back position this year. Okay. He's scoring nearly every week this season. And you might be saying to me, well, Louise, why the fuck am I trading away a guy who's scoring every week? <laughs> and, and the bottom line is this, okay. Kyler's going to be back. So they're not going to rely on, on James Connor in the run game. Like they did um, this past week with Colt McCoy. Uh, they've got some really tough. There's one good matchup in the next four weeks. The one, one good matchup. Two bad matchups and a bye in the next four weeks. And that's the time period. That's the time frame that Chase Edmonds is going to be out. Then he will be back and he'll continue to take some snaps back. So you can take James Conner right now. And I think you can get RB2 value for him in return. Maybe high RB2 value for him in return. If you can really sell his performance this week and his potential for the next few with um, his running mate out of the game. Um, and I think it, that's that's better than what you're going to be able to get for him you know, four weeks down the line, once we're back to the way the Cardinals had been. Yes, he'll still have 20 yards and a touchdown in most weeks beyond that, but that's not, you can get much more value for him in trade now than that 20, 30 yards and a touchdown that he'll give you if you keep him. I think it's a great call. Again, the epitome of sell high. Three touchdowns, yeah. uh, but Kyler will be coming back. If Chase Edmonds is out, they're going to have someone else come up. I think Eno Benjamin is still around. I liked him a lot coming out of Arizona State. Again, I'm a Pac-12 guy, so I know some of these random seventh-round picks. But, um, you know, Benjamin I thought was solid, and he could take up a little bit of that Edmonds role, whatever. And, look, Nuke Hopkins was out in this game, too. They had yep. Colt McCoy. Every I, I had James Conner. AJ Green was gone out of the game. I had, my th I had three DFS lineups, and I had James Conner in every one of them. And nice. him alone – I forget what my lineup is. It's almost worth bringing it up. I had like James Conner as my fill-in flex yeah. guy, right? But I had like Alvin Kamara, uh, Tyreek Hill, um, you know, Stephon Diggs, like studs, right? Yeah. And they all got like nine points apiece. James <laughs> Conner had like 46 or something. And like single-handedly like got my money back and plus yeah. some or whatever. It was pretty, it was pretty funny. All right, man. Any other trade targets or trade fades? That that is it for me. God, this game is driving me crazy. Let me tell you something about this game. I know it's off topic, but not only are my Bears being embarrassed, like I'm in this this classic fantasy football player conundrum where in my home league, I was down 11 and a half points and I owned a Pittsburgh Steeler, Deontay Johnson. Okay. So I have to root for Deontay Johnson to get his catches and get his yards, but still not score, not get into the end zone. I needed 12 points from Deontay Johnson in my home league scoring system. He's only failed to reach 12 once and he scored 11 and a half in that game. 
Right now, Deontay Johnson has two and a half fantasy points. And the Steelers are beating up on my Bears. This is the most frustrating kind of football watching for me in every aspect. It's driving me nuts. But no, no more trade targets. Yeah, it's rough. And uh, again, the podcasters are like, dude, we already saw this, but we're talking live (laughs) here. Um, It's very frustrating watching Justin Fields move the team all the way down to the red zone. They get in the red zone, throw a touchdown to Jimmy Graham, penalty. Uh, Overthrow Jimmy Graham again, penalty. Settling for field goals. Obviously, it's not going to work against the Steelers, but Justin Fields should have at least two touchdowns, maybe three. And I think they just need to let this kid loose and just Jalen Hurts his way to 20 fantasy points. But we'll see what happens. All right, Dweez, we're done with trade talk. Then I want to give a quick shout out to our friends at the Jersey Jungle, and we'll be right back. Are you a merchandise maniac or Jersey junkie like myself? You need to check out the Jersey Jungle. They handle their business on Instagram at the Jersey Jungle. You can use a promo code TCK for 10% off of one or two jerseys, 15% off of three or more jerseys. Now, if you've been watching the show for this season or a couple seasons, you know that my backdrop, if you're streaming live with us on video, you know my backdrop is always a couple of jerseys. Those jerseys are coming from the Jersey Jungle. They're high-quality stitch and twill jerseys. I collect NFL jerseys, but I'm also a baseball guy. So I have baseball jerseys as well. I collect Hall of Fame jerseys. I have a Jackie Robinson. I have a Ken Griffey Jr. I have a Willie Mays jersey. I got a Shohei Otani jersey as well because the guy has been absolutely on fire. Go get yourself a jersey. Basketball, baseball, hockey, football, college. They got rookies as well. Home away. They have customs, they have camouflage, whatever you're feeling, retro jerseys from any sport. Go hit up the Jersey Jungle on Instagram. DM the Jersey Jungle. Use the promo code TCK for 10% off of one or two jerseys, 15% off of three jerseys. These are already half price that you're going to find on the websites. They're high quality, stitch and twill, game authentic jerseys. Go check them out. The Jersey Jungle on Instagram. All right. Week 10. Waiver wires. I got my giant list. We're going to blaze these out here. I'll give you five names in a row. Dweez, let me know if anybody tickles your fancy here. Again, Rashad Bateman, number one, easy. Number one wide receiver, number one player. If he's still available on your leagues, go get him. He has not had the breakout. If you watch the game, though, with the Ravens, he was overthrown two or three times. He had like a 40-yard catch called back. I'm telling you, this kid. I've been saying it for literally two months now. (laughs) This kid is going to be worth it. Get him on your team. He's available in 70% of leagues. That's absolutely unnecessary. Brandon Ayuk, on his way, did have a fumble, but he's coming back. He's out of the doghouse. Shanahan likes him all of a sudden. Logan Thomas coming back off of IR. Ricky Seals-Jones has been nice, but Logan Thomas should be his spot. Elijah Moore getting a little bit more work there with the Jets. And then Van Jefferson with no Deshaun Jackson for the St. Saint- Louis. Wow, how about that? Los Angeles Rams. Bateman, Ayuk, Logan Thomas, Moore, Jefferson. Anybody step up? Uh, yeah, um, I think probably Ayuk is is my number one on that list. Um, you know, we we've known all along that this guy's insanely athletically talented. Um, he makes a really good pairing with Debo Samuel on the field. Those two can do a lot of things with the ball in their hand. Um, and if he's finally really, you know, out of that doghouse, if he's finally back on the play card uh, for Kyle Shanahan, I think. I think you absolutely want this guy on your team. He can be really explosive and in a, in a single play on any given, any given snap, he can 
he can win your league, he win your week for you. So um, somebody like that is somebody that I'd like to own um, on my teams. Hopefully we're done with his, his goose eggs in two point weeks. <laughs> I like that. All right, let's go through six through 10 here. Tyler Conklin tight end for the Minnesota Vikings, your boy, Michael Gallup. You and I have talked about him three, four weeks in a row and it's all been preparation for him coming back. If he's actually coming back, let's get him in there. Cedric Wilson, who is like the fourth, fifth string receiver, has stepped up in Michael Gallup's place. He's actually been pretty decent. We know how talented Michael Gallup is. I think he's a wide receiver two minimum on probably every other NFL team, maybe a wide receiver one on some of these squads without a bona fide stud. So keep an eye on Michael Gallup. Of course, Ty Johnson running back for the Jets if you need some uh, depth there with Michael Carter. Dan Arnold getting absolutely targeted. Jags don't score a lot, but you're getting volume. Five for 50 is a great line for a tight end streamer. Dan Arnold's getting that and then some every week. And Donovan Peoples-Jones, I threw him out on the Sunday live show. It was kind of tongue-in-cheek, but I was like, someone not named Jarvis Landry's got to be Odell Beckham, quote-unquote. And in the last couple of years when Odell's been out or Landry's been out or Higgins has been out for the Browns, it's been DPJ. Nice deep threat. Baker could turn it loose. Could be a low-key shootout with the Bengals. Sure enough, it was 60-yard touchdown here. Conklin, Gallup, Ty Johnson, Arnold, Donovan, Peoples-Jones. Uh, I love me some DPJ in in daily lineups. If you're doing uh, mid-season best ball drafts, DPJ is awesome. I just don't know that in that passing game he's ever going to have enough target volume for me. He's a, he's a big play guy. He's always been a big play guy. Um, and when he has those plays, it's really amazing. But when he doesn't have the plays, that's tough. So I'm going to go instead with my guy, Michael Gallup. You know, he's back. Now, I, I, fair warning, if you pick up Michael Gallup this week, it may be a couple of weeks before he's off of his snap count and he's fully utilized on the field again. But this is a team that has a one of the easiest strength of schedules for wide receivers for fantasy purposes moving forward rest of season. It's an offense that, again, over the next few weeks is going to come out and try to prove something. And, and one of the things about Gallup that I like, even though they've got so many other weapons on this team, is that he has a, a couple of very defined roles on the team on that play card. One of the things that they like to use him for is when they get around the 30-yard line or so, when they cross over midfield to the 30, 40-yard line, they're going to take a deep shot to Michael Gallup every time. Every time they snap the ball on second and five second and six around that 35 yard line it's going to be one deep shot to Michael Gallup and he, he's going to catch some of them right like he's not going to catch all of them but he's going to catch some of them they like him in the end zone they like him in the red zone I think he's got enough of a role on this team that even though all the other players Dalton Schultz is is coming on really well um CeeDee Lamb is who we thought CeeDee Lamb was going to be I think Michael Gallup has the role that he's going to step back into when he's healthy so give me that guy always liked him too let's let's go I agree. Uh, you and I are both Michael Gallup guys. We've been repping him for the last month. I'm going to just throw an extra extra shout-out to my boy DPJ. Uh, coming out of Michigan, he dropped in the draft because he had a shitty quarterback. Like, this yes. kid this kid is – okay, same thing we said about DPJ is happening with Nico Collins. Michigan wide receiver, no quarterback, Big Ten, run, 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 pass on third down, hope to get lucky with a touchdown every once in a while. Donovan Peoples-Jones, Nico Collins, great individual wide receivers. They they are not getting the street cred because they're Michigan wide receivers. Um, I, I think this kid's legit. And with Odell Beckham gone, um, he's going to get a lot of work here, and he is the deep threat there for Cleveland. 
All right, let's go into 11 through 15 here. Jordan Howard, Denver Broncos DST, Ramondre Stevenson, you mentioned earlier. Eno Benjamin, I'm going to keep throwing him out there. And Teddy Bridgewater, if you need a quarterback. Howard, Broncos, Stevenson, Eno Benjamin, Teddy B. God, Ramondre Stevenson looked so good with the ball this past week, man. I mean, he looked electric. Um, he looked better. I watched a lot of college tape on a lot of running backs, and I don't think his his tape really jumped off the I agree. Off the to me, it wasn't all that. He's gotten better when he hit the pros, and that doesn't usually yeah. happen. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, yeah. if I had seen any games or any highlights that looked like that, um, like he did this past week, I would have been more excited about the kid. Um, I think the team wants to get him more involved. I think he's going to start getting more involved. And when he performs like that, it's going to be, it's just going to help his stock quite a lot. Like again, concussed right in this game. So, you know, will he miss time or not? I don't know, but I'm still going after a guy like Ramondre Stevenson and stashing him on my bench because, um, you know, Damian Harris is playing well, but they don't want one guy to be the guy. And if it's going right. to be Ramondre Stevenson that gets the pass catching work um, and comes in in relief, uh, I think I think that's a guy I want a piece of on an offensive is better than we all thought they were going to be coming into the season. Yep, I, Matt, I totally. Matt Jones, man, he's good. He's getting it done. I totally agree, and I, I just want to throw another shout out to Eno Benjamin as well. I know not a lot of people probably know who he is because of Chase Edmonds, James Conner, but Eno Benjamin now going to get more work with Ch if if uh, Chase Edmonds misses significant time. This kid was great at Arizona State. He ends up on the Cardinals there, stays in the Valley. I think he's going to be very good as well. Jordan Howard, no thank you. Denver defense is a DST. Yes, they're available in 50% of your leagues. And Teddy B, look, if you need a super flex flyer, fine. But I can't ever imagine starting Teddy Bridgewater in single quarterback league. Also, we have the comments starting to pick up here. Uh, and Boo, I see you in there. And uh, Beach as well. Good evening. We'll get to your uh, comments here in just a little bit. So hey, stick with can, us. Can I ask you this question? How legit is this Pat Fryermuth kid? He is all over the place on the field tonight. Just scored that touchdown. Great play on that touchdown. Second touchdown of the night. He's tearing the Bears apart. Is he really that good? Absolutely. I think he was uh, that good. He was that good. And then the Steelers thought they got like the seven-week Colts, Eric Ebron. Yeah, And they didn't. They got the Lions, Eric Ebron. Dude's hurt. He's inefficient. Can't catch a ball anyway. Absolutely. Pat Fryermuth's in one of my lineups tonight. He's in my DFS lineup. Legit, looking man. good so far. Um, I need a lot more help here, so I'm looking for uh, Justin Fields to have about a 60-yard rushing I, touchdown. I kind of wish those Fryermuth touchdowns were Deontay Johnson touchdowns. <laughs> yeah. I feel real good about it. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll see what happens there. <sighs> All right, let's get into uh, just a handful of more names here, maybe a couple more yep. segments. All right, 16, LaVisca Chenault. Super hype preseason, meh since, hit or miss, Tim Patrick. Look, this kid, another one of these guys who's like Sutton, Judy, Tim Patrick. Dude, Tim Patrick low-key might be the best wide receiver <laughs> on the Broncos. He's like another Michael Gallup. Like, put him somewhere else, and I think this kid absolutely shines. Mac Jones, we just mentioned him. A little kicker shout-out here, Brandon McManus, and then the Tennessee football Titans, man. They have been mowing everybody down. They've been playing very, very well here. Once again, LaVisca, uh, Tim Patrick, Mac Jones, Brandon McManus is a kicker uh, for streamers there, but then the Tennessee Titans DST as well. Man, I got I to gotta give some love to Tim Patrick. He's been doing it all year. Judy came back, and people dropped this kid all over the place. They thought, you know, he's done. He was just a placeholder. He's not a placeholder on this team, man. He looked 
he looked on the field like the best receiver um, on this team yesterday. And uh, I, you know, you, you might not get the same kind of consistency we had with him to begin the season. Now that Judy's back, it might spread the ball around. Maybe Judy ends up taking a lot more of that work back from him. But uh, Tim Patrick looks really good. Now, I, I will caveat this and say, like, in my home league, it's a keeper league. And the later you get a guy, the cheaper he is to keep. Um, if that's the case, I might pivot and say, oh, Mac Jones here. Mac Jones is looking like a real deal NFL quarterback. Um, and if you can get him now, and in your any if you're in any sort of keeper um, keeper setup that you might be able to hold on to this guy for next to nothing moving into next season. If you're in a dynasty, there's almost no way he's available still. But um, think about think about the future because I think Mac Jones has a pretty bright future. He's easily easily the best rookie quarterback this year so yeah. far. Oh yeah. Uh, we we're we're starting to see. I mean, rough night against the Steelers, but it's the Steelers at home. Um, Justin Fields is starting to come out of a shell. Trey Lance just hasn't had enough opportunity. Zach Wilson played a couple games, but he's hurt. Trevor Lawrence has just straight up got his ass kicked all year. Yep. I mean, nothing, nothing he can do. Uh, but Mac Jones has been playing very, very well so far. So, uh, looking forward to seeing him blossom. All right, man, let's do five more here. Trey Lance again, just kind of precautionary. Uh, first of all, Jimmy is terrible. Um, I'm, an, <laughs> I'm a Niner fan. I just was talking to my buddy before the before the game here. We were bullshitting Niners, and um, he's like, thoughts on Jimmy rest of the season, right? So I basically said, Jimmy Garoppolo is the prototypical, like, Alex Smith, right? And, you know, shouts out to Alex Smith and respect to him and his story and love Alex Smith. Would have rather had Rodgers in 05, but I digress. Um, the whole thing is like Jimmy Garoppolo is good enough not to lose games on his own. He's never going to throw three picks. He's not going to throw picks in the end zone. He's not going to get sack fumbled with the game on the line, but he's also not going to put the team on his back and go win a game. I don't think I've ever seen him in his years of the Niners be like, we need to win this, this game, put his team on the back and and just go do it. And uh, which is very fr frustrating. And unfortunately, Trey Lance, I think, is just kind of going to be behind him unless he gets a real injury here, which is unfortunate because I think with Justin Fields, you got to kind of throw the kid in the fire, eventually see what happens. And look, man, the Rams and the Cardinals are unbelievable right now. And the Seahawks are going to get Russ back. I mean, the Niners don't have a chance, in my opinion, playing don't lose football. You got to shoot for the stars. Whew, thank you for listening to my, my <laughs> sky talk. All right, Trey Lance. Then you got a couple of different kickers, but I'll skip them here. Taylor Heineke coming back off the bye if you need a streamer. Deontay Foreman, another Tennessee running back. McNichols yeah. played okay. AP got into the end zone, so that worked out. And then Big Ben playing all right tonight, but again, another streamer. And then Russell Gage and Carlos Hyde. So, again, I'll, I'll kind of narrow it down here for Trey Lance, Taylor Heineke, Deontay Foreman, Big Ben, Russell Gage, and Carlos Hyde. Uh, I'll, yeah, I was ready to say Trey Lance uh, for most of that list. You know, I, I do think they'll, I think could get back on the field. Like this team is, is uh, like you said, they, they don't stand much of a chance to win this division as it stands right now. So they might as well put him out there. I think Shanahan is starting to feel a little bit of heat underneath him, him um, and his job. So I think, I think they're going to, I think they're going to make a move in the not too distant future once he's healthy. And, and he's got the running upside. Uh, you know, can he throw the ball? I don't know, but you don't have to throw well to score well in fantasy. Just ask Jalen Hurts. But um, I think my pick on that list has to end up being Russell Gage. And like, I realize he goosed everybody last week 
when Calvin Ridley was out and everybody was so excited that it was finally Russell Gage time. But if you if you ignore last week, which is hard to do, a couple of seven target games, right? Like he is getting the volume. I feel like the goose was an outlier that we don't have to worry about. I would rather pick up a Russell Gage on this. Like we're pretty far down the list. So you're picking this guy up, putting him on your bench. Give me another week. Of, of decent target numbers. And then I'll feel pretty confident putting him into my lineup in a plus matchup um, as, as that second flex, maybe. Who would you rather have Olamati Zakitas or Russell Gage? Well, the one has a fun name. Your boy Zakitas, two touchdowns. Yes. Yes. A lot of people had him in, in, in fantasy lineups. I'm sure. It's going to look at uh, there. It Bears is score a touchdown. Was it a carry? I think that was a rush. Yep. Darnell Moody. No, they sure as hell can't throw the ball to their wide receivers, so why not give Darnell Mooney a handoff? Right. Love that right. in fantasy, right? Yeah, Beautiful. so, all right, Joe, I'm going to blaze through this name really quick as Dweez catches up on his Bears highlights. Yeah. All right, in a very particular order, but no particular order in positions, here are my top waiver pickups, about 25 of them for you, and then we will get to your comments in the streaming section. Bateman, one, Ayuk, Logan Thomas, Elijah Moore, Van Jefferson, Conklin, Gallup, Ty Johnson, Dan Arnold, Donovan Peoples-Jones, Jordan Howard, if you must, but I'm a Canyon Gainwell guy. Broncos defense, Stevenson, assuming he's healthy off the concussion. Eno Benjamin, third string wide, uh, running back for the Cardinals. Teddy Bridgewater in Superflex. LaVisca Chenault, Tim Patrick, Mac Jones. Brandon McManus, if you need a kicker, Tennessee Titans, DST. My boy Trey Lance, a couple more kickers for you here. Ryan Suckup from the... Buccaneers, high-scoring offense on a bye week, and then Greg Joseph for the Minnesota Vikings. Taylor Heineke, Deontay Foreman, Ben Roethlisberger, Russell Gage, and Carlos Hyde with James Robinson Limited. All right, Dweez, those are the Week 10 waiver ads. We, of course, had your top waiver picks and some trade talk. We do have a trade ask a question here in the questions I want to get to here. Anbu Luffy, shouts out to Anbu coming in on YouTube here. I am trading away Christian McCaffrey for Aaron Jones and DJ Moore. Dweez, is that fair? Hmm. Yeah. I, you know, it's hard to watch Aaron Jones give up work to AJ Dillon for whatever reason. This team really wants AJ Dillon to be something. Um, and they for, just don't seem to want Aaron Jones to be who Aaron Jones can be. So it's tough for me. I, I'm going to say, not knowing anything else happening on your team. I'm going to say that it's pretty fair. I know DJ Moore has has had some down weeks here recently and the Carolina Panthers in general, Sam Darnold does not look very good. But I believe in the talent in DJ Moore that he's going to be a wide receiver too more often than not. I think Aaron Jones um, last couple of weeks is a, a bit of a hiccup as A.J. Dillon has been getting it going. But Aaron Jones is is – still a stud. I think yes, only because I've been burned enough times by CMC um, that I'm, I, I'm just so wary of him at this point. Like, I just don't know that he's going to stay healthy for long. And if it, even if he does stay healthy for long, um, that team's bad. I just said it with the, with the DJ Moore talk. It's probably fair. It feels kind of bad to do because it's CMC, but it's probably fair. Not again, not knowing what's going on on this guy's team. I was going to say, the question is, is it fair? I'm not sure it's fair for the other guy. Oh, okay. I, I kind of like Aaron Jones and DJ Moore. 
Um, if this is a full PPR league, it's 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 easy for me. Aaron Jones and DJ Moore. I know it's Christian McCaffrey. I mentioned on the Sunday live show, I had five shares of Christian McCaffrey coming into last season on yeah. Dynasty Leagues, and I drafted him. I got rid of him in all Dynasty Leagues last year when he got hurt. I regretted it all preseason, and then he got hurt again. And then I realized, oh, yeah, he's amazing, but he's a running back. Jamal Charles was amazing, but he's a running back. Dalvin Cook, blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's just like, yes, you can't replace Christian McCaffrey, and I'm not saying you just get rid of Christian McCaffrey, but if you're going to trade him, trade him for another top top five first-round running back talent, Aaron Jones. And, Dweez, to your, to your point really quick, because I know yesterday was frustrating, but Aaron Rodgers is out. Aaron Jones needs to stay healthy because the Packers once again probably will make a deep playoff run. AJ Dillon or AJ Dillon was a uh, rookie last year, so they kind of got him working. Now he can handle actual workload, so I think they're just getting him ready to go for winter time because he's going to be like that eighty percent Derrick Henry come cold games at Lambeau. So get him moving. I like that. But Aaron Jones long term, I like that a lot. And DJ Moore is going to get you you know, his usual eight, nine targets a game. And I like that. He doesn't score a lot. We know that, but I do like it with the Christian McCaffrey uh, hiccup this year. So yes, I think it's fair. And it looks like Dweez and I would do this. Yeah. All right. I want to give a shout out to our friend Beach in here. Almost every single live show. Beach, always good to have you on, but thanks so much coming in from Twitch. And then dice him up. Thoughts on AJ Brown. So pretty much was completely uh, non-existent for the first couple of games. Well, he was hurt. He was out for three weeks. Came back, didn't do anything for that first half. Like nine catches the, the second half, really hit his spark. Boom, he's been on fire. Julio Jones was back in this game. Derrick Henry out, obviously. A.J. Brown has been an absolute monster. Thoughts on A.J. Brown? Can he stay healthy? Yeah, so I've been the AJ, I've been an A.J. Brown owner for um, some years now. And it is, a, it is a frustrating thing because he has these two or three game runs where he doesn't do anything. And he did this last year as well, but like over the last half of the entire season last year, he was, he was what, like the running, the wide receiver three, like he was um, very good. And he, he's already shown his explosiveness a little bit in the last three weeks, 130 yard game, 150 yard game touchdowns. We got 11 targets, 11 targets, nine targets, nine targets in the last few games. Yes. Julio was back, but he matched his season high end targets. Anyway, did AJ Brown, um, this past week didn't really only 42 yards on five catches there. He does drop the ball sometimes, which is also frustrating, but AJ Brown is the guy that you want on your team uh, right above Hunter Renfro. You know, we talked about this at the beginning of the show. Put A.J. Brown out there because he's going to have huge 30-point weeks. Um, He's also going to have five-point weeks, and that's where Hunter Renfro's 13 is going to help level you off and help you win the games anyway. I love A.J. Brown. If your roster is constructed to hold a guy like A.J. Brown, I started this season in my home league with Mike Evans and AJ Brown as my one and two receivers. And while that sounds really good, those are big names. They're both boom or, or somewhat bust players. Um, and it wasn't working out for me because they bust at the same time. And that's not a good, you don't want that. So I traded away AJ Brown to get some pieces that I thought would be a little more consistent. It's worked out pretty well for me. Uh, you need, you need the big play guy, but you also need the the high floor dude, somebody like a Renfro who you might be able to go pick up there, dice him up. So go go check it out. And then you can uh then you can pair it together a really nice solid squad. 
Oh, you're muted. Sorry about that. AJ, AJ Brown is absolutely the truth. I, I totally agree there. So appreciate it. All right, Joe, we are breaking down the week 10. Week 10 already, Dweez. I feel like, boom, you, we wait all summer. Then it's draft season. Everyone gets hyped for a month. And then it's like, oh, shit, it's kickoff. And we're all hyped. And now it's like, dude, we're halfway halfway through this whole thing. It's Too crazy. Too it's much crazy. Adrenaline. All right, we went through the week 10 waiver wire pickups. Of course, Dweezy's top waiver ads and trade targets. Of course, you can find Dweez on Twitter at DweezNuts. All Zs, no Ss. You can find me on Twitter at SkyGuasco. Of course, please follow, subscribe to the Fantasy Focused Network anywhere you find us on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. And also find the podcast, the Candlestick Kids Fantasy Football Podcast, anywhere the Believe Podcast Networks are heard. Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Twitch, uh, Stitcher, wherever you listen to your podcast, we're available. Go find us there in case you miss a live show. Or we're going to let Dweezy finish out the rest of this game. The Bears are at least within striking distance. Let's see if they can make it happen here on Monday Night Football. We'll see you all again next episode here. I will be back tomorrow with the game recaps. This episode and all episodes of the TCK pod have been brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network and Bet Online AG. Go there for all of your online sports betting experts. We'll catch you next time. For Dewey's Nuts, I am Sky Guasco. We are out of here. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.